0: A podcast from Corey O'Connor. Hi and welcome. This is Corey. I could list all the awful things that have been going on in our world over the past three or four years, but if I'm honest, it sometimes seems like it'd be easier to list the good. We really shouldn't look at the world as half empty, but at the same time, we shouldn't ignore the big things that affect us, our family, our friends, our community, our world. The global H5N1 bird flu has become that bad in some countries. They're now considering vaccination. Now, I'm sure the tinfoil hat wearing wackos will think this means Bill Gates will be putting tracking devices in their chicken nuggets. Thankfully, the people whose opinions are far more important, scientists and health professionals, are not scoffing the thoughts of those who are grey matter challenged. The death toll is staggering. And it's not confined to poultry. As reported by ABC News Australia late last week, I will put a link in the show notes, a mountain lion, bear and skunk are some of the latest victims of bird flu virus spreading around the world. The highly pathogenic avian influenza, known as H5N1, has scientists worried. Since 2021, the virus has gone gangbusters and it made its way to every continent except for Australia and and Antarctica. Ian Barr, Deputy Director of the World Health Organization's Collaborating Centre for Reference and Research on Influenza, says We know the virus is extremely widespread in the Northern Hemisphere and is now starting to move into South America, which it has never done before. The situation has become so dire that countries in the European Union and in the US, the Biden administration, are now considering testing avian vaccines. Until now, many countries, including us here, in Australia have been reluctant to vaccinate poultry because of the risk of bird flu spreading from vaccinated but asymptomatic poultry into other animals, as well as export trade implications. A spokesperson from the Australian Department of Agriculture, Fisheries and Forestry said the government was monitoring the international situation and supported vaccination when effective and regularly updated vaccines become available. This spokesperson from the Australian Department of Agriculture, Fisheries and Forestry said we encourage countries currently experiencing significant losses of poultry due to the outbreaks to take up vaccination. While routine vaccination for bird flu is currently banned here in Australia, that could shift in the future. Bird flu is caused by a handful of viruses. Most of these are low pathogenic viruses that circulate all the time in wild birds and cause little to no disease. Only certain strains of two subtypes, H5 and H7, cause severe disease and death. These highly pathogenic subtypes, first evolved in poultry, then spread out into the wild birds, then back again. H5N1 first appeared on the scene in 1996, but it only started to go global in 2003, according to Deakin University Geelong's Marcel Klassen has been monitoring avian influenza in wild birds over the past two decades. Then in 2014, a new lineage appeared in Korea and before long, it jumped from Europe into North America. As I mentioned earlier, the death toll is quite staggering. Around half a billion poultry birds around the world, more than 58 million in the US alone in the past year, have died from H5N1 bird flu. And it's not just poultry. There's headlines about turkey shortages in the up up to Thanksgiving, rang out around the US last year. Veterinarians in Spain detected the virus in a mink farm that killed nearly 52,000 animals. Professor Klassen says the number of wild birds recorded thus far is 100,000, but he believes this is grossly underestimated. In fact, he says it's in the millions rather than the hundreds of thousands reported in the databases. Colonies of gannets have disappeared in Scotland and at last count the disease had ripped through about 236 different wild bird species as diverse as bald eagles, vultures, pelicans and penguins. Now, the mink farm outbreak raised fears that the virus had evolved to spread between mammals for the very first time. But Professor Barr says that it was still too early to tell if there had been mammal-to-mammal transmission or if the minks, which were kept in open sheds, had come in contact with infected birds. Now, if the H5N1 virus was to enter Australia, it would decimate poultry and wild birds just as it's done overseas, and there are some fears for species such as the Australian black swan, which could be wiped out. Here in The Land Down Under, we are not immune to this sort of thing. We have our own homegrown outbreaks of another type of highly pathogenic virus known as H7N7, which was caused by the evolution of low pathogenic viruses carried by local wild birds into a deadlier form. The latest in 2020 caused the culling of poultry on several free-range farms in Victoria. But Professor Clarsen said the H5N1 would be harder to contain if it got into wild birds. Luckily, for now at least, Australia has a geographic advantage. But there is a small chance that the H5N1 virus could be brought into Australia by migrating shorebirds. Deacons, Professor Clarson, and his colleague Michelle Wiley of the University of Melbourne have been tasked with coming up with a risk assessment for Australia. Dr Wiley says that we need to remain vigilant because even if one shorebird migrates to Australia, this could trigger outbreaks. So far, the news is good. There have been no cases of H5N1 influenza found in migratory shorebirds that flew in before summer. Professor Clarson says, that that is remarkable. I've put links in the show notes to this story from ABC News Online and also some information from the Royal Society Publishing. The symptoms that uh, poultry farmers would be looking out for include diarrhoea, ruffled feathers, dopiness and closed eyes, rapid drop in eating, drinking and egg production, swelling and purple discoloration of the head, comb, wattles and neck, difficult breathing such as coughing, sneezing or rasping, and death. Subscribe or follow Corey for brand new episodes. If your podcast platform of choice supports it, please rate and review my show. It really helps with the analytics. Also, bookmark my website, coryoconnorcom slash pod. Thanks for listening. coryoconnor.com